This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. It's great to have everyone with us here on a Wednesday. I haven't been able to talk to you since the trade deadline has come and passed, but I thought I'd give you my thoughts before we get into the Blues-Predators game on the Blues acquiring Delzato from the Ducks. My reaction to that is, the guy is a journeyman defenseman, nothing to get excited about. In my mind, he's not a top six defenseman. He's been through several teams. He was with Vancouver, recently with the Ducks. He's just one of those guys to give you minutes. One thing I'm trying to put my head around is this. Chris Butler is older, and he's not a great defenseman, but I really don't see Delzato as being that much better. A few years younger, yes. But in the scheme of things, he's not really that much better than Butler. So my grade on it, C- minus or D, nothing spectacular. But hey, we didn't expect the Blues to do anything spectacular. We all knew that Winnipeg, Nashville, and most likely the Golden Knights would make moves, and they all did. Vegas gets Stone, which they didn't give up that much in my mind to get him. That was a great acquisition by the Golden Knights. Simmons goes to Nashville. I wouldn't have traded for Wayne Simmons. I know a lot of you Blues fans out there think this guy is great. He's 30 years old, going on 35. Not a knock on him. That's just the way his body is. He's played so physical all these years from being in the league from L.A. to the Flyers that that's what he is right now. Can he add some offensive punch? Maybe a little, but he's a third-line guy. As I stated earlier, the Blues played the Predators and the newly acquired Wayne Simmons, and this was a fun game to watch. I thought the Blues really played well in this game. The first two periods were back and forth. You could tell by the second period that the Predators were a little tired from playing in the previous night, but it was just an excellent game to watch. A lot of shots in the first period. Bennington had to make a couple good saves in the first period, including this one. And a pass across, and another sprawling save by Bennington. That one on echo. Bennington was definitely tested more in the first period than he was in the second and third periods. The first period, there would be no scoring. Nashville would get 10 shots on goal. The Blues would have 15. Going into the second period, the Blues really got stingy defensively. Nashville only had four shots on goal. The Blues had nine. The Blues really tested Soros in the first period and the second period, but couldn't put anything past him. So we've got ourselves a good goalie battle. Soros facing a lot of pressure and Bennington having a busy first period. But the second period, as I stated, was not real busy with four shots on goal. Heading into the third, we're just waiting for a team to score. And it would be the Blues' Tyler Bozak to put the Blues on the scoreboard 12 minutes, 35 seconds into the third to give them a one to nothing lead. To Petrangelo, back to Tarasenko. To Bozak, wide open, he scores! I 
outside. This shot has barely enough to get through there. Right between the wickets of the goaltender, Saros, who has done a masterful job of shutting it down between the legs. This one beats him, and Bozak has got the go-ahead goal. That was a huge play by Tarasenko to keep that puck in the zone. If it wasn't for him, there would have not been a goal in this instance. Great passing, Petrangelo back to Tarasenko, Tarasenko over to Bozak, and Bozak puts it in the five hole between the legs of Soros, and the Blues are up one to nothing. That goal by Bozak would be his 10th of the year. Tarasenko gets his 27th assist, and Alex Petrangelo gets his 19th assist. 12 minutes, 35 seconds into the third, the Blues are up one to nothing. There wasn't a lot of scoring in this game, but I will tell you, it was a physical game. Barbashev was getting into it with P.K. Subban. P.K. Subban was getting into it with Oscar Sundquist a little bit. McEachern was getting into it with P.K. Subban. Thomas got a little rough with a player in front of the net. Just a great physical game. Very late in the game, the Blues would get a power play, but the Predators would still pull Soros, and the Blues would get a power play goal on an empty net by Alex Petrangelo with just four seconds left in the game to ice the victory. Ten seconds left. Soros heads off. Blocked at center. Empty net early score for Petrangelo. Seconds waning down. Petrangelo steps in. Gets an empty net goal in favor of the Blues. That goal by Petrangelo was his 10th of the season. It was unassisted. 19 minutes, 56 seconds into the third. Power play goal. And the Blues win this one 2 to nothing. Let's head to the stats of the game. Saros was peppered by the Blues with 44 shots. Jordan Bennington faced a total of 19. The Predators won the faceoff battle 53% to 47%. They were 0 for 2 on the power play. And the Blues got that late power play goal, so they were 1 for 3 on the power play. The Predators outhit the Blues 24 to 17, and they outblocked the Blues 16 to 10. Heading to the post-game interviews, we're going to hear from Tyler Bozak with the first goal of the game, set up on that great pass by Tarasenko, Jordan Bennington, and of course, Coach Craig Berube. It's always a tough game. They're a great team. Um, you know, we knew they were on a back-to-back, -back, so we wanted to get on them and, and get pucks deep and kind of wear them down. They're top 4D, play a lot of minutes, so we wanted to get on those guys. And um, yeah, I thought we, had, we did a really good job getting pucks to the net, getting a lot of opportunities, limiting their chances. Tyler, how good does this feel? You don't have Perron, you don't have Shen, you're you know don't have Steen tonight. You don't have you haven't had Gunnarsson, and to dominate that team like you did. Yeah, I mean it shows the depth we have, and um, you know I've said that from the start. The most important thing is your depth. I mean there's going to be injuries throughout a, a season, no matter what, no matter what team you're on, and you know there's always going to be guys that need to step in and fill roles, and uh, everyone's been doing a really good job of that. I think I heard you say on the jumbotron, you guys got a boost out of them keeping the team the same, huh? Absolutely. I mean, trade deadline comes along and everyone wants that big deal. But, uh, you know, sometimes <clears throat> moving one guy and getting a new face in can, you know, change the chemistry a little bit on the team. So um, the way things have been going here and the way we've been been playing, we've uh, I know everyone in here was pretty excited. We kept the same group and, um, you know, we're excited the way things are going. So we just got to keep working hard and keep getting better. I was going to say, about, like, is that almost appreciation for the fact that they did keep you together just going out and doing what you did tonight? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, you know, we worked hard. We played hard. Um, obviously starts their goaltending, which was great again. Um, D moved the puck well, played great defensively, and, um, you know, our power play's been struggling. So, 
it's nice, you know, the last two games we've, I think the penalty might have expired tonight, but uh, yeah, it's nice we've kind of been getting some opportunities on the power play and getting some in the net to get us some confidence. It gets through the goal. Yeah, I mean, we worked hard getting pucks back, that whole power play, and um, obviously, Vladdy made a great play to me through the seam. I just tried to, you know, shoot it quick. I knew we had bodies at the net, and I he knew there was a chance I could score, so I was hoping, you know, it goes in or there's a rebound for someone else, so luckily, it found a hole. Five uh, shout-outs for you now, Jordan. Will it be a good night at the Cheshire? Yeah, Fox and the Hound, too. <laughs> for a little post-game meal, or? Yeah, yeah. Me pop in. Uh, what can you say uh, uh, about the, the game? Uh, a, a real uh, seemed like a real playoff atmosphere tonight. Yeah, that was exciting. Um, you know, I think our, our fans have been huge for us too, and uh, makes us you know we're playing for each other, but it makes it more exciting uh, with the fans um, on board too. And um, we're happy to win at home. It's, it makes it better, and um, you know the team's playing together and playing for each other. So it's uh, we're gonna keep going here. You've seen a lot of good games in front of you. Was that the most dominating performance you've seen in your 18 starts? Uh, yeah, we were good tonight. We came out right off the bat, hot start and a couple chances, but uh, didn't go our way. We didn't get it home, but we stayed with it the whole game. And um, finally, in the in the end, there, Bozy put one home, and then uh, yeah, so it's a good finish for us. For you, is it kind of hard to stay in the game when they're having so much offensive zone time and not a lot of action your way, or uh, you find ways to deal with it? You know, whatever works for you, and I'm kind of just doing my own thing right now, and uh, it's going all right. What was that like for you when you're watching just shift after shift and guys having, you know, retrieving pucks and keeping it in the offensive zone and cycling, doing the things they were doing? What was that like from your vantage point? Definitely nice. You know, you want it uh, down there and your team playing well, playing hard for each other. And um, the bench is excited and we could feel it coming. So, uh, yeah, I have a good seed for, for that. You, uh, you guys have had so many close games these last couple of weeks. It, it would seem to be pretty... Uh, nerve-wracking. Is it nerve-wracking to you? You're, you're a flat liner, but it seems pretty exciting hockey. Do I look nervous? <laughs> no. Where's your answer? Well, how do you do? Where does it come from? How, how do you just stay in the moment, I guess? Uh, just enjoy it. You don't have to ask these questions. Does this speak volumes, though, for considering who you had out of the lineup tonight to be able to come out and dominate that team the way you did, the guys you had uh, missed? Yeah, we got a good group. We're, you know, we got some depth, and um, you know, we're, as I said, we're we're playing hard for each other, and we're enjoying it. So, um, it's uh, it's a special group in here, and hopefully, we can um, make the most of it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, pretty good. Solid. The hard game. You know, guys competed hard. That's, um, you know, you play Nashville, you got to compete. They're you know competitive hockey team, so I thought right from the drop of the puck we were uh, we looked dialed in right away, which is a good thing. Yeah, um, yeah, O'Reilly's line led the way right away, every period, and um, I thought that uh, we set the tone right away in the first shift of the game. Games going on, you're dominating possession time and shots on goal. A little bit of concern that you haven't scored yet. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, goalies are good. They're going to stop pucks. They're going to make saves, and you know that's part of the game. You just you got to just stay with it and just stay with your game, which we did. You know, like they, their goalies, their goalies do a good job. I mean, the, uh, and I thought that we just stayed with our game plan. We never uh, tried to, you know open it up too much. We played good defense and did the right things with the puck in the offensive zone. Score, feel like there are that they had to continue to 
continue with the stench shifts on for the guys? Yeah, they're effective. They're physical, and they really get on, you know, the other team's defense and banging, and, you know, they did a good job. I thought they had an outstanding game. Along those lines, uh, I guess Sammy turned around and in mid-trip there, what do you think of his game tonight? Sammy White. Well, he was excellent. I mean, to fly and then fly back and you know it's you know it's a little concerning with your legs and how you feel but I thought he was out I thought he was great tonight very happy with his game yeah I mean you know right now we're 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 uh we got a good team. We're playing like a team. That's, you know, so when you play like a team, you can have guys that are out of the lineup that are good players, but guys fill in and do the job. That's that's a, that's being a good team. Speaking of playing like a team, you know, we didn't see it early in the year. We're seeing it more. And Robert Thomas jumps on Subban. You see Barbashev do it for McKecker. I mean, that's kind of instinct, but obviously yeah. Well, you want to stick up for your teammates, and when there's stuff like that happens, the guys get in there and help each other out. You'd like to see more goals from you guys, wouldn't you? Or is this just kind of the way hockey is down the stretch? Yeah, I think it, you know, it depends. Um, it does tighten up a little bit, but uh, you know, like we're we're getting good looks. We're we're not finishing right now um, the way probably we would like to. But listen, you know, you gotta you just keep going at it and shooting, and you know, keep getting to the net, and they'll go in. Well, he's like I said, like it's going back um, a year or two. He's been really good in the minors, like really good. So I don't think it's any surprise that, you know, he's playing the way he is now. Um, you know, he's, he's he is who he is right now. Or what can you take from this game to help you guys towards your playoff push and kind of keep building as the season goes along? I don't. I'm not. I don't think you can take anything more from this game than other games. I think we've just been we've been competing hard and playing hard, and and you know our we're playing our game night in and night out. I think pretty good. So we want to continue to do that. Like that's you know we got a lot of games and it's tight so you got to you got to stay uh competitive and focused on on the task at hand and we got carolina they're a good team right now they're they win a lot of games so it's going to be a tough game but you have won four in a row against one well, of your biggest rivals is that yeah i mean playoffs is different though than the regular season but yeah we we know how we've done a good job playing this team. Um, we played them extremely hard, um, and that's what you got to do against them. The two keys to this win were the defense only allowing 19 shots total for the game. I mean, they allowed 10 in the first period, and Jordan Bennington had to make a couple good saves, believe me, in that first period. But to allow nine shots over the next two periods, the D was awesome. Then we've got to give some credit to the offense. They peppered Soros. They kept the puck in the Predators' end for a ton of the time during the game. And there wasn't much going on down in the Blues' end. But when Jordan Bennington needed to make the save, he did. Those are my two keys. The Blues don't play again until Friday night when they'll be taking on the Hurricanes. 
and then they've got to go right back the next day and play the Dallas Stars. I don't know who the hell made the schedule, but man, it's been hard on the Blues this month. But they've come through it with some good goaltending, with some good defense when they needed it. The only two things that worry me a little bit are the power play and if this team can get some more scoring. That's it. Otherwise, this team is playing just great. If they can improve on the power play and they can improve on getting a couple more goals in a game, this team's going to be very dangerous in the playoffs. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Sorry if my voice sounds a little off. I've been sick lately. We all know what that's like. I want to make sure you guys have been checking out bluesrants.com for all of their articles on the blues. I know I've been getting some positive feedback from all of the fans of the show saying they've checked out Blues Rants and they love it. But keep checking it out. Don't just do it one time. Stay with them. They will keep you informed on all type of blues news, opinions, their rampage. I also want to thank Lineup Media Group for getting this podcast out to you guys. Everybody there is great to work with. They've got some great engineers in their studio. Their upper management's great. Everybody there is great. So make sure you check out lineupmedia.fm. They've got all kind of podcasts you can follow. You know the podcast with Jamie Rivers, Darren Kimball, and Jim Cromer's there. So don't just listen to my show. Go there and find other shows that you like. There's something there for everyone. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, and let's go blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.